Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello there, it's Gabby here from Confidence After Cancer and welcome back to my podcast. This week I'm thinking about beliefs, beliefs that we hold about ourselves, maybe beliefs that we hold about the world around us. What can we do if we've got beliefs that are not really serving us? And I'm thinking about, well, where do our beliefs come from in the first place? What can you do if you want to change them? And how is it possible to do what you believe is right when other people are telling you they don't agree with your beliefs? What can we do about that? And who can help you if you really want to change what you believe, if you believe your beliefs are not serving you? So first of all, I want to think about where our beliefs come from in the first place. If you are like me in midlife, you may be holding on to beliefs that you've had for most of your life. And you may not even be aware of where they came from. For most of us, we, you know, as small children, if you like, we, we are born into the world And what we experience quite often as small children is through the eyes of people who care for us, the people who are looking after us. So it could be siblings, it could be parents, it could be teachers, and they often will pass on their beliefs to us. And that's great if they are helpful beliefs, if they are beliefs that, for me, anything is possible, if they are beliefs that you are as good as anybody else, those sorts of positive affirmations, those sorts of positive beliefs are beautiful things to be telling a child. But quite often, well-meaning people will share their beliefs with us that don't always serve us. You know, as a small child, you may have heard, well, money doesn't grow on trees, or, oh, that's not for the likes of us, or we're just not lucky like other people are. And so sometimes over time, those beliefs almost become a reality. The other thing that can shape your beliefs is your past experiences. You know, something's happened to you, you've had some bad luck or whatever it is that's happened in your life that is quite negative. But as I've said before in my podcasts, quite often it's not the event itself, it's what you make it mean. For instance, if you are in a relationship and your partner leaves you or treats you badly, what does that mean? Does that mean you're not worthy? Does that mean you're not good enough? Quite often we make things mean something that they're not. We may be with a partner who doesn't deserve us. We may be with a partner who's got their own stuff going on and they need to work through that. Quite often I deal a lot with people who were not treated very well as children. And that's really sad, but it's in the past, but they are still carrying those experiences with them because they've made that treatment that they had as a child mean that there's something wrong with them. They made it mean that they've chosen, if you like, a belief that it means they're not good enough, they are not worthy. 
And so you can work on your beliefs. You can work on changing them. You know, it's really interesting. I've heard this story several times, and I don't know if you have, about an athlete back in 1954, I think it was. And I've actually seen this guy speaking. He spoke at my son's graduation, and that was the wonderful Roger Bannister. And at that time in the 1950s in England, it was a widely held belief and it was shared by quite a lot of people. I think it was shared by medical people as well, that it simply wasn't physically possible for a person to run a mile in four minutes. It, they just said, no, that's not possible. Nobody can do that. Four minute mile, completely impossible. Roger Bannister, he broke through that myth, if you like, by actually doing a run of a mile in just under four minutes. And you know what? As soon as he did that, his record was very quickly broken. And over the next few years, dozens and dozens of people ran the same distance in less time than he did because that belief that people had, had gone. That myth had been shattered. And quite often people will believe something. They hold it as true. They may have heard it from several, what they think is people in authority. Doesn't mean it's true. And that's interesting. And I think the lesson from that is if you've got a belief that's holding you back, and you know it's holding you back, maybe you believe you're not good enough. Maybe you believe that you're never going to have the life that you deserve. Maybe you think you're never going to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Well, what can you do if you want to change your beliefs? If you know that your beliefs are not serving you well, what can you do? And I've talked about this before. And the first thing that you can do is to change your self-talk. If you are talking to yourself in a negative way that's reinforcing those beliefs, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, that you're never going to have what you want. Change that self-talk. Start changing the way you speak to yourself and talk to yourself as if you were your best friend. And that's what we should be talking to ourselves with, you know, in that little voice, an encouraging voice, a voice of encouragement that's saying just because something hasn't worked in the past, that doesn't mean it's not going to work in the future. Just because you failed at something in the past, You've got a choice to make. If you failed at something, do you choose to do it again? Or do you choose to do something different? But you are in control. Don't go through life believing. As I see so many people, and I'm, there's no judgment here. I just find it really sad that some people believe that the world is a terrible, scary place. And that's how they live their lives. If you like, they're living a small life because they believe they just can't have anything more. But I truly believe and I surround myself with people who inspire me. I know some of these people personally and I know some of these people online. So I see these people that have achieved big goals, that have changed their lives. And I see that as inspiration. That helps me to think oh, if they can do it, maybe I can. The other thing you can do if you want to change a belief is, first of all, to decide very firmly that you are no longer going to hold that belief and you're going to do something about it. Now, it may be you need to work with a coach or a therapist or whatever, or a good friend. You might need to work with somebody, or like I say, somebody who inspires you, somebody who's achieved what you have. That is always helpful as well. The next thing you can do is look for uh, what some people sometimes call as miracles. But basically, it's proof that challenges can be overcome. People do turn lives around from the most desperate circumstances uh, I listened to Mel Robbins a lot on her podcast and she talked about the horrendous amount of debt she was in a few years ago. She lost her job. Her husband's business was going under. She was in serious debt, financial problems. 
she had to borrow money from, from family to, to feed her children. But she turned that around and she's now got a million selling podcasts and I'm sure she's very, very financially successful. But it's not just about money. It's about the fact that she turned her life around and I get inspiration from that. I think if other people can change their lives from desperate circumstances, this podcast is Confidence After Cancer and there's a lot of mind talk and a lot of self-belief in a cancer recovery as well. And I'm not saying you can think your way into recovery if you've got you know a terminal illness just believing that you're going to get better may be part of what you need to do it's not the whole story there may be other things that you need to do but belief is certainly a part of it if you believe that you are going to get better surely that's a better way to live your life than believing that actually it's all doom and gloom and there's nothing to be done for you and I see that around me as well. You can choose to believe that, you know, with the advance of technology, the advance of social media and the advance of AI everybody's talking about now. I'm hearing, you know, this is a terrible time to be alive. Um, the machines are going to take over the world. Billionaires are getting richer and richer and the poor are getting poorer. What an awful time. But I also see this as a time of massive opportunity. I see the Internet as a massive enabler. I know so many people even people like me who are not tech savvy, who are building businesses online, it can be done. So if other people can do it, why not you? So the next thing I'd come on to for that you can do to help build your self-belief is to set some goals. Set your mind on what you really want to achieve, okay? And then once you've set those goals, whatever it is, obviously it's personal to you, think about who can help you. Who can help you achieve those goals? Look for inspiration, look for practical help, look for people who've got the skills that you need to help you. The other thing that you can do to reinforce your own self-belief is know that you are a person who acts with integrity. You do what you say you're going to do and that reinforces your own self-belief. You're always going to have people who've got different opinions to you. That's just life, okay? It doesn't mean they're right and you're wrong or vice versa. People are different. But what you need to do to build your self-belief is build your self-trust. Know that you are somebody that you can rely on, okay? And part of that for me, and it may apply to you, is learning to set boundaries. It might involve learning to say no to people sometimes because actually you are a worthy person. You can rely on you. You are always there for yourself. So let's try and build on our own self-belief. And that will help you once you've done that work, maybe um, setting boundaries, building your self-trust, setting your boundaries, doing what you believe is right, is getting really, really clear on who you are and what you are willing to do to achieve your goals. And the things you're not willing to do, again, it's very, very personal to you. But working on your own self-belief is working on your own self-love and your own self-care. And I know I bang on about this all the time. But I see so many people who are struggling, goodness me, with just self-acceptance, accepting yourself for the beautiful, flawed, talented, beautiful person that you are. We've all got flaws. We've all made mistakes. But do you know what? You can learn from those mistakes. Give yourself a break is my mantra because I see it so many times. I see so many people being so harsh on themselves. And if that's you, I'm talking to you. And let's work on your self-belief becoming the beautiful person you were meant to be. Okay, so self-love and self-talk, they are a start in building your belief. But the next thing is to really think about your goals. 
I'm assuming your goals are not where you want to be now. So there's a gap. So let's think about that gap. And are you stuck with that in that gap? You know, do you know what you need to do to move forward? And if you do, that's great. But if you're not sure what you need to do, if you think you're stuck with a problem, stuck with moving forward in life, well, get curious about that. Think about how you can get unstuck. Think about who can help you. And again, it may be a coach. It may be a friend. It may be some self-development that you need to do. It may be learning an online course. I'm all about online courses at the minute. You know, I've written an online course. I've written my Confidence After Cancer course, but I'm also going through other people's online learning as well. And I find that amazing. Again, what a time to be alive. Technology that's at our fingertips. We can take courses, whatever you want to do, learn a language, develop a skill, you know, learn some business skills, learn some technology skills, whatever you want to do. Learn some creative skills. I've got a friend who's an artist who does painting lessons and I see the wish I live closer to it because I would do them. But I see some amazing things going on there. So find a coach, find somebody who can help you get to where you want to be. So I'm going to leave you with this final thought before I talk about my course. And it's a very famous quote and you may have heard it already, but maybe think about it because the quote is whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you are right. And that's attributed to Henry Ford. And it's quoted so often because it can be so true. If you believe you can do something, that's a huge step forward in getting to where you want to be. If you believe you can't, you're not even going to make that step, are you? You're not going to find the energy and the wherewithal to make that step. So I hope that helps you if you're struggling with beliefs and or if you want to chat about anything that I've spoken about, please get in touch with me. The other thing I just want to touch on, of course, is my course, Confidence After Cancer. And this really helps self-belief because so many people that I'm working with, they finish cancer treatment, maybe don't know what to do to move forward. They feel stuck. And so my course is all about getting unstuck, some practical help, some support, some inspiration, a little bit of fun, a little bit of homework. It's not too onerous, but taking that space to work on your own wellness in so many ways, setting some goals, thinking about nutrition, thinking about stress, hormones body image and weight loss which body image comes up time and time again okay and again most people that have been through cancer have got some issues with body image and the course will go through what you can do if you've lost confidence in your body and you're struggling with your body image another uh, module on the course is food and mood how what you eat affects your mood sleep and health is covered as well movement and active living self-care relationships huge one and then we're going to finish with happiness and how to plan your next chapter so that's all encompassed in my uh, confidence after cancer online course so there's two ways of working with me really the main one is one-to-one coaching that i do and i can do that online i can do it on zoom now again through the magic of technology and my online course that you can just download and work through at your own pace and you can reach out for support if you need it so I'm here for you. I'm here for you. If you want to make any changes in your life, I'm here to support you. I'm here to be your biggest cheerleader because you really need to believe in yourself. And I hope this has inspired you or maybe given you something to think about. Thank you so much for listening. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Get in touch with me. And if you like my podcast, please give it a like or a review on whatever podcast channel you're listening on. It means the world to me. You know, I, at the beginning of this year, I wasn't quite sure if I could actually do podcasts, but I've just put myself out there and I've got to be okay with it not being perfect. And I've got to be okay with it not being as good as other people's maybe, 
But mine is mine. It's about me and it's about the people that I meet and I would never break a confidence, but the people that I meet just give me inspiration. They tell me, you know, what people are struggling with and it's my pleasure and my privilege to help them. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing week. As always, I'd urge you to stay safe and stay sane and let's speak again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.